Welcome to Breakthrough with Brig, the podcast that teaches high-achieving Black women how to use thought work to break through barriers, get out of their own way, and become their best self in the most loving and sustainable way. Y'all ready? Let's dig in. podcast is sponsored by Brick Johnson Coaching. Hey, I have some exciting news for all of my high achieving women out there. That's right. I get the emails and DMs from you guys saying you wish you were my target market. I understand. We need great allies too. And we need allies with well-managed minds. Well, I've listened. So this offer is for you too, because it's a one-on-one offer. So if you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed, you're a woman of color or not, or an ally. If you're tired of feeling like you can't do more, I'm here to help. My one-on-one six-month coaching program is designed specifically for you. Together, we will work on strategies to help you manage your stress and help you achieve your goals. Because women quitting on their dreams is just not an option. And this is what my six-month program can do for you. Instead of time management, we will uncover why you manage your time the way you are so that you can prioritize self-care, giving you more time to do the things you love. Are you struggling with imposter syndrome? Are you anxious with a chaotic mind? I get it. We target the root causes of imposter syndrome helping you gain the confidence and self-assurance to pursue your goals and succeed in your career and your personal life? Do you struggle with communication issues, difficulty expressing yourself effectively or asserting your needs professionally or personally? You'll learn to cultivate a positive relationship with yourself. We'll work on the why this issue is for you, why this is happening, helping you resolve the inner conflict so that you can easily take care of the external conflict with others. When it comes to communicating your needs, you don't need another communication class on how to resolve clients' issues. Once you uncover your hidden conditioning, you will have the skills to build stronger, more productive relationship with colleagues, clients, and ultimately leading to greater success and growth in your business and personal life. Listen, if you're a high-level woman ready to cultivate more meaningful and fulfilling relationships, both with yourself and others, and you take your business and professional growth seriously and you want to take it to the next level, you and your relationship with you and your brain is your greatest asset. My coaching program is perfect for you. You don't have to continue putting others first and neglecting your own needs and desires in the process. Because remember, you are your greatest asset. Let's work together to create a life that you enjoy of connection and success. If this interests you, reach out, book a breakthrough call at brickjohnson.com forward slash breakthrough. Again, brigjohnson.com forward slash breakthrough. Look forward to talking to you. Hey guys, 
y'all doing? <laughs> As you can hear, I have some guests, not just one, but two beautiful Nubian queens. <laughs> can y'all tell I just love Black women? I do. I love all women, but you know, I got a special heart for my girls, for my queens. Anyway, that might be the reason why I kind of coach them, right? But I digress. I have some guests here and I'm going to let them introduce themselves to you. But let me tell you why I want to do this podcast, because both of them have worked with me, but it was like a year and a half or two years ago. So they haven't worked with me since then. Well, actually, one just started working with me again. But I want to talk about like what happens because we know what happens when we feel how we feel while we're in the coaching container. But I wanted to talk about like the transformation in how it keeps paying off even after you've left the coaching container. Why investing in, in ourselves as Black women is important. And so I have Ruth and Marcia. And Ruth says, when I asked her what would she title her podcast, she said she would title it From Self-Judgment to Self-Compassion. And Marcia said, Life Shifts. And that's what she did. So y'all listen in as we talk about everything Black women and one-on-one coaching. So I want to introduce Ruth and Marcia. Ruth, since you're at the top of my screen, you go ahead and go first. Introduce yourself. I believe they are both coaches too. So y'all be, be sure to follow them and listen and maybe sign up with them if you need to. Okay, go ahead, Ruth. My name is Ruth Duran. I'm a life coach. I help immigrant business women yes. just up-level their life. And I met Brig about three years now. And uh-huh. I worked with her for a year and a half. So good. And that was a year and a half ago. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. What about you, Marcia? I am Marcia Thomas-Bain, and I, too, am a life coach. And I help women over 35 who are separating and divorcing get off the hamster wheel of their past and live unapologetically in their future. And Brick, I think I'm two years out. And my journey with you started when I was looking to just do me and figure out like where I was going, what I wanted to do as I was in that process. And um, it's been great. I know you weren't even a coach. (laughs) Now look at you, you're a certified coach. I love it. But I absolutely love that like you're coaching on what we went through, that process that you have actually done, both of you. Like Ruth, you're an immigrant. You're from Kenya, right? And yeah, so like your experience of, I know a lot of our coaching was like, but that's wrong. Like all of your cultural upbringing, especially in a very patriarchal society of Kenya, right? And coming over to America, which is patriarchal in its own right, And how you had to like deal with the thoughts of being an immigrant and all the thoughts that came up and realizing those were the things that was stopping you. I love that both of you actually made the transformation of the thing that you coach on. So good. All right. So Marcy, why did you reach out? 
I literally reached out to you because, as I said, I'm always looking to be a better person. Mm-hmm. And going through this process, I was like, there's got to be more, right? I've got to figure out how this works for me and how I can come out on the other end better. And when you're talking about this, you're talking about your divorce, right? Yeah. How, okay. Yes, it's the whole process. And you know, I'm one of those people that's always looking. So I was looking at podcasts, I was listening to stuff, and I came across you in an interview for the Life Coach School. You were speaking with uh, Brooke, and there was something about you that resonated with me. And it was like, yeah, she can get me where I need to be because you were just so authentic and unapologetic about being who you were as a Black woman and what we as Black women need and just need to be as a part of a community and understanding how that whole societal thing plays and how we approach the world and how the world affects us. So yeah. And the best thing I ever did. So good. So good. So when I asked you, what would you title your podcast? You said life shifts. What shifts did you make? Tell us the before and tell us the after, like what shifts do you make? Okay. The before, I think I mentioned it earlier, I was sort of like all over the place and I was always moving and running and doing. And that shift was is now, as I said, I'm much more intentional about what I'm doing. I'm thinking and controlling those thoughts that don't serve me. And I am very unapologetic about the things that I'm doing. I love me some me. Which I love that. <laughs> sometimes people are like, what? And I'm like, yeah, love me some me. And I just, the shift has been is that I am totally enjoying life. I found a sense of peace and my purpose in helping women, particularly women who are over 35 and, and life has changed and you've been in a long-term relationship and it's like, what? Just right. my whole life is changing and things are changing. And I just think it's, for me, it's, I saw for me when I was reaching out and now being in the environment, in the community, it is so needed because we as women need to understand, we need to be celebrated. We need to accept ourselves for who we are and just live life and and don't worry about what other people think. Yeah. So good. And for us as Black women, especially when we look at the statistics of the Black male to Black women ratio, and we look at like 70% of Black women are single, like there's this hierarchy as if being married is this thing. You must be something special because you got one of the few and you were chosen when they could have chosen a multiplicity of people, right? And so when we take that lens and put it to now I'm getting a divorce or separating or I'm no longer partnered We understand why that can be so traumatic for us because what it's saying, what we're interpreting that as is I'm not worthy or something's wrong with me or I wasn't worth fighting for. So I can totally see why someone would need to like work with a coach to unpack all of that, right? Yeah, definitely. The worthiness piece, the self-acceptance, 
the self-love, you know, as women, we change tremendously, right? Yes. In a relationship. It's not just us mentally, us wanting to be a part of something and, and keep it up because we are raised to keep, you know, the family together and do those things. Right. So it's not just that piece, but we as women change. We have kids. People are like, you know, as you were saying, it's like being the chosen one. So many women that I've run into have this negativity about who they are physically because mm. of how their bodies and things have changed. So there's this dread of no one will want me. And it's like, we got to learn to love ourselves. And then the rest of it just flows. You know, that's why I said, I love me some me because in that whole shifting process, the peace and the self-love and the self-compassion that I give myself on the daily coaching has taught me those are the greatest gifts that I've been able to give myself. So good. So good. Ruth, what about you? Talk about this from self-judgment to self-compassion. You know, that's my word. So when I was introduced to coaching, I was trying to get away from feeling a lot of pain, a lot of heaviness, a lot of exhaustion. And I wasn't realizing what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And until I met you, I was looking at it's either or. It's either my African upbringing or it's my African culture, my what my mother instilled in me, my stepmother instilled in me, or it's the American way, what like my American grandparents, because I'm half Kenyan, half American, what they were doing, what they were instilling in me. And so when I came to coaching, it was still from this or this other way of doing it. Mm. But when I met you, Brig, you owning your queendom and you unapologetically being you and teaching me about the cultural pieces is when I first went. It's not an either or. It's an and and we get to own which parts and what we take from it. Yeah. And so the part that I was coming from is I was using all the tools with a lot of self-judgment, a lot of self-criticism against myself. Mm -hmm. And then self-compassion is just being like, even, of course, I would do that. Not a problem. Now, what do we want to do with this different ways of looking at things? How do you want to own our culture? Mm -hmm. And which dynamic do we want to choose for us. And it might not even be for the next person, for us. Yes. So when I first met you, I was like, okay, that's a queen right there. <laughs> I love it. And so for me to work with you was like, I can own my power, which is what I did. And that's what I help my clients do. It's like, what do you want to have? We don't have to eliminate our culture. I see mm -hmm. that so many times when they come to work because they don't know who they are authentically and it's so they're either or and i work with them on and and that's what i got from you it's like self-compassion you're an and you're unique who are you let's unapologetically own who you are yeah and i loved it and i i'm back for more so i apparently i really love it <laughs> so good so good but i do believe like that is like one of my things is coaching while black like i'm black Right. I'm a black woman. We are black women. I'm not trying to coach the black out of you like this bullshit about professionalism or whatever. It's like all of that. Like, no, you guys know how I like how I talk and and like, oh, you're loud. I'm like, yeah, sure I am. Right. As opposed to apologizing and going, oh, I'm sorry, I'm loud. Like, no, yes, I am. And I'm only loud because you're not. <laughs> 
right? Like if you got loud, then I wouldn't be loud, right? Like who cares? Like if you don't want to take up the space, I will. And I am. So what? So what? But it is that part of being totally... I love that Beyonce, like cozy and comfortable in our skin. It's like, how do you do that though, right? And I think coaching is the thing that helps people that struggle with that as African-American or as Black women do that. And I think the benefits are as we show up so much more powerfully for our work, for our contribution and in our relationship with ourselves and others. And that's where the compassion comes in. So let's talk about that though. Like, what was the impact of, owning who you were, like all of you, and how have you used that in your business? If you can give an example, and how have you used that in your relationship with someone else? If you can give an example, like being more comfortable with who you are, how has that showed up in your business? And how has that showed up in relationship with others? Either one of you. For me, and when I actually share both examples, in my business, it's that not just telling or because I'm African, we're raised with education being the power and somebody else has all the knowledge and somebody else will tell you what to do, how to do it, when to do it. So that's seeking that external knowledge, but working with you and doing this work, it's owning my own power, my own knowledge, my own intuition. And so I help my clients be able to do that. And when my clients are able to look into themselves and own themselves, they even are doing amazing things because once they own their power and they're like, it's not either my culture of upbringing or this modern thing, it's an and. And so even just understanding like the difference between what I'm calling traditional love and modern love and what you get to create for you has just been eye-opening and breathtaking for the women who've adopted it and they're then showing up so much more powerful in their life towards the end of working with you my life transformed where now my mother-in-law is living with us Mm -hmm. and after working with you and understanding the cultural piece that difference was so clear for me and so now it's like i'm not only just understanding my cultural upbringing my grandparents upbringing, my mother-in-law's upbringing, and also just understanding it's an aunt, it's her culture, it's her upbringing, it's her understanding. And sometimes even just seeing, oh, okay, that's Masa right there. And that's why it's so ingrained and so, so much compassion for why things would happen that way mm-hmm. and why things would be continued that way in cultures. And so for me, it's impacted every single area of my life working with you and understanding the cultural piece and owning and allowing people to accept where they are. Cause I can do hold that compassion for me. I can hold it for other people in such an amazing way. So would you say that your relationships are better because of it? Oh yes. Yeah. Because I think in the past, cause I was judging and criticizing myself really, really harshly. Mm-hmm. That's how it showed up in my relationship with other people. But when I hold myself with self-compassion, self-love, just even understanding, just that acceptance, oh, of course, that's where I am. Not a problem. Now what? It's I can extend that to other people because you can't take anyone where you haven't been. Yeah, and that's so important because like when we think about what we want to do in this world, 
nine times out of 10, it's going to involve someone else. And if we can't relate to them as human beings because we can't relate to ourselves as human beings, right? Then we come ill-equipped to negotiate. We come ill-equipped to do sales. We come ill-equipped because like we're not bringing in that connectedness with ourselves. So therefore we cannot connect to others, right? Mm -hmm. So I think this work is important for all of us like to own our authority. And I think in that too, is like when we want to do, you know, I'm all about epic shit. A lot of it doesn't make sense. Like me going from anesthesia to life coach doesn't make sense to like, what the hell are you doing? Right. But when you own your authority that I make good decisions, and I don't need any co-signers, nor do I need receipts that I'm going to be good at this. And we just get to stay in our power. Then we make decisions that will change our lives and the world. One of the biggest transformations, I just was thinking about this, is I think the first time somebody ever allowed me to own my authenticity, my uniqueness, and what makes me me, and be, there was a questionnaire we, I had done right after I'd done a coaching with you, and she's like, oh, you are diversity. And I was like, wait a minute, I am diversity. Not only do I understand it, I've lived it. And it's like owning that piece of me. I was born diverse and I am diverse and just stepping and owning that piece gave me so much freedom. And so that's what I also help my clients do is find their authenticity. It's like, it's, you're not somebody else. You are you and people want to hear you, not some muted, down, down version of something else. They want to hear you. And so that's what I help bring out that authenticity in my clients and myself. And thank you, Brig. I love that. Totally. Yeah. All right, Marcia. Well, yeah, I, the, the piece for me is just owning my authentic self and just being me. I discovered just bringing me to the table and being unapologetic. Get It's like I'm vibing really high. I'm vibing really high. And as I was saying, being unapologetically me, I noted that I'm vibing really high, whether it's in the coaching or my other profession, people are just more attractive. Like I walk in the room, like, you know, a story for vibing really high. I mean, I went to to a Starbucks during COVID and I walked in masked on. Woman is waiting on somebody. She stopped what she was doing and she just started talking to me. And Mm -hmm. the lady was like, are you like, working for me and then my son said did she know you I said no I'm vibing so high that (laughs) she doesn't even see that I'm not even smiling but she could sense and that's a part of what the shifting thing for me and being just totally who I am and vibing high and just loving up on people in general that's that's one of the things and and as Ruth was saying that's the stuff that I work with my clients with as well it's just learning to love you and then just let it come from the inside out. That's a big piece. So good. That is so good. Yes. And so neat, especially during the time when like you're going through a divorce or a shift in relationship status, right? When you're like unsure, like to be with someone that's like, no, you get to vibe really high and connect to you. That's the one of the times where you need to connect to yourself the most And so often we disconnect to ourselves when we're going through hard times, as opposed to connect or double down on ourselves even more, right? 
that was relationship. What about at work? Oh, at work. Well, at work, it's the same. I have taken on a number of different projects and things, and I'm also working on doing some coaching mm-hmm. on the side at work with staff. So I'm vibing really high and I'm moving and I'm able to get things done that I typically wouldn't get done. Like I'm rolling and it did come. It all came for me putting it all together. It came for me in slowing up to move fast. Yes. You've got, if you slow up, you get the opportunity to work much more intentional. And in doing that, it just opened up a whole lot of different things. So good. Ruth, every time she said I'm vibing high, for some reason, I want to go, you won't break my soul. You won't break my soul. <laughs> everybody, everybody, yeah. I want to get a tambourine. <laughs> Listen, when, oh. you said, when you said cozy, I almost broke out. Okay. I know, right? So, Comfortable in my skin. Yes. I started to do that. Yes. <laughs> oh, so oh, my goodness. Yes. When I first heard that song, it was like so powerful. And now I make sure I play it very often because even with the whole disconnected from themselves, that's what immigrants do. It's like they feel that they've disconnected from their culture. So they have to disconnect from themselves. But the culture is what makes them authentically them. And embracing that is just their superpower. And so realizing that being able to not use like this work against themselves to more disconnect from themselves and use it to connect who they are is just so powerful. And yeah, so I just wanted to share that piece. Yeah. And I think that is, that's what I do in in my coaching containers, whether it's one-on-one or in my group coaching is like, connecting ourselves to our blackness. We don't have to separate ourselves or coach ourselves out of it. Like, yes, we are black. Yes, we have had these experiences and they have shaped us in some ways and understanding that and then using that and supporting it as opposed to like trying to fix ourselves. Like we don't need fixing. We just need understanding and support. The biggest thing is like, I want to teach my clients how to love themselves, how to support themselves, not how to fix yourself. You don't need fixing. One thing you need is how to support yourself and how to love yourself. Whatever the shit that you've gone through, because we all have gone through stuff, like how do you support yourself? And that's major. I mean, for me, that was the one of the best gifts of coaching was is understanding that I'm okay. I got my own back. Yes. And it's totally okay to just be me um, and not worry about what anybody thought about. Right. Because we live life always saying, I wonder what this person says, or is this going to be okay? That's why I said, love me some me. And it's just, it's so empowering, as Ruth said, to just be able to be both things, right? Not the and, just to be all of it. It's really empowering. I love it. Okay. Now I got, I'm going to put you on a spot. So it's been two years, a year and a half, but can you remember one of the, y'all know I can't say the word, but I'm like the pivotal moments. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, this is really how I am in real life. Yes. There's no show when I'm on a podcast. This is me, y'all. But like, can you think of one of those key moments where it's like, oh, I get it. And what was the impact of that? For me, it was how I was trying to earn my worth, my enoughness, my value, and how I was working hard 
for it without realizing what I was doing. And you visually moved and visually showed it to me. And it was so clear. I will never unsee it again. And the analogy was me climbing a mountain. And the analogy is I got to a difficult situation. And because I am so determined, hardworking and resilient, I would go right back to the beginning and try again and keep climbing the same part of the mountain over and over again. And then not understanding why I was not getting to the top of the mountain. It's because I'd get to a certain point, it would be uncomfortable or I would realize I didn't earn something. I didn't earn an, my emotion of enough, worthy, valuable, enough belonging. And so I'd go back to the very beginning and I'd start from scratch. And so I was working so hard without the results. I see even how people, other people do it. It's made me such an amazing coach because of just seeing that piece and yeah. being seen, okay, where's that thought error? And it's just as simple as just a thought that we're thinking yeah. that is creating such a, the struggle in our life. Yeah. And then the other pieces, of course, when you, you pretty much that you are diversity, I was like, wait, it was not even anything major, but it just really impacted my life. I love that y'all are bringing up stuff that I don't even remember, but there it's like, I don't remember saying that at all, but like, right. And it's because like, I'm just coaching, right? Like, yeah. So good. Yeah. And just this acceptance and self-compassion piece, because I literally was that coach who got all the tools and was using them as a whip against myself. I, and I know took... I would bring out, I know I would bring this out because I used to do this all the time. Here you go. Yes. <laughs> yes. And as a Kenyan, I saw the fly whips when you would whip, when you were doing it and how like colonization just beat us down and we're using these rules and manuals and things against ourselves and then we pick them up and just continue beating ourselves up and that was just so amazing because now I see it I see it so clearly yeah so I'll be quiet there <laughs> it's because like when we don't see it like we're going up the mountain but we're going up the mountain carrying burden like boulders right and we have like backpacks full of rocks and we're carrying boulders and trying to go up the mountain and, and we're doing epic shit and everybody's passing us and we mad, like looking at everybody else because they got a free ride and it's easier for them. And it's like, well, if you drop some of those boulders, but the only reason why we don't drop the boulders is because our ancestors told us we needed these boulders, right? And for a while we did have to go up because there was no water. So we had to carry our own water, but there's water fountains around along the way now, right? Like we don't have to carry all of our provisions because there's provisions along the way now, right? So we can lighten our load, but we just need to know we can do that. Mm -hmm. So good. What about you, Marcia? For me, the moment was, is when I could see, like I said, I was always running. I was like on that hamster wheel. I was yeah. constantly doing the same thing over and over like you would come to the calls and be like, I know. I was, I was like, look how still I am. Are you the right? You know she just I, I used to be like in motion all the time. And so I'm telling you, just being able to see those thoughts that kept me spinning mm -hmm. just kept me going. And now it's like the coaching, it really helped me see the thoughts that were creating my need to always be constantly moving and doing and not doing the self-care that I needed to just 
say, girl, you are fine right where you are, giving myself the compassion and celebrating myself. Yeah, I don't know if you remember that, but we talked about that. Just, I was like, I was always saying what I was doing. And you're like, well, did you ever celebrate the thing? I was like, you know what? No, let me try that. And so I celebrate everything. Like I said, I love me some me. It's like, what? Did I finish that today? You know, (laughs) like I'm celebrating all the time. And I, I think that's important. I think we, just women in general, particularly us, Black women, we're just constantly doing and going and, and making sure that everybody else is okay. And then we sometimes turn around and go, what was it that I said I wanted to do? Or, you know, or did I do that? And gosh, you know what? That was just so freaking cool that you were able to accomplish that. Just being self-care for me and self-compassion, as Ruth said, and just loving up on me 100, just as I am, and not worrying about what the world thinks. So good. I love this because, again, it's been a year and a half, two years for you, Marcia, a year and a half for you, Ruth. But like to understand, like sometimes slowing down to go faster and you guys are living proof that you guys like slow down, invested, spent time working on unpacking all that shit. And now like, do you think you're further along now than you would have had you not done the coaching? Oh, yeah, definitely for me. Because I'm thinking totally differently, watching my mind and thinking and giving myself grace for thinking some of those things and then being able to work that work through them and and sit in the stuff that makes me uncomfortable. Well, remember, I had trouble sitting. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So sitting in those emotions and just feeling them and then understanding it's just an emotion. It goes, right? It it goes away. You'll be fine. Just sit in there and work through it, right? I love this. What about you, Ruth? Oh, I am definitely a lot further along than I would have been without your help, Greg. Because when I started working with you, my self-confidence was negative. <laughs> I My self-esteem was negative because I was using all these tools as more proof and evidence how there was something wrong with me and how I need to be fixed. But working with you and being in self-acceptance, self-compassion, and not using the tools against myself then help me even be able to embrace a lot more of the other tools and even just look at tools that I was already, I thought I knew because, you know, I had that knowledge. Mm-hmm. I could read that book to you because I've memorized it, but actually- Do you, still, do I, you still buy all the courses? That's what I want to know. Do you still <laughs> buy all the courses? Because everyone's like, she was buying, I was like, you buy another course. <laughs> but like, here's the deal. If you're not dealing with your self-esteem, right? Then it's like, there's an answer outside of me, right? And so Ruth would be like, I bought a course. (laughs) I'm still doing the courses, but very, very, very intentional. Not because they have the answer. Right. It's because it's a deeper understanding of the concept because I already have the understand the concept. I already know it now. I'm just using the tools deeper, which is very different approach because in the past it's, I would, need to know this stuff because knowledge is power knowledge will get me my self-esteem but then now it's like okay and it's i pick very intentional like what am i focusing on what is my area that i'm working on like right now i'm finishing working up with my relationship just to become the healthiest version in that relationship but as i'm taking it i'm using it for me not against me 
I'm not using it as another whip to beat me up of how I am wrong and I'm doing it wrong and yeah. I'm broken. And so it's just that it's one of the skills is just being able to see like the value in the tools, why they are put together the way they are. In the example of how we're trying to get other people to think something and tell us something or say something so that we can believe something. Right. That's just using the tool against ourselves. And so right. understanding that concept is so powerful. And so being able to just use it in a, I even forgot the question, but use That's it okay. for me, not against me. <laughs> so good. So good. Okay. So what would you say to, because you know, my audience is, is the high achieving black woman that is stressed out that she's like, is this it? Like I did everything. I have everything. What would you say to her? Like, she's anxious. She's going to work anxious. Like she's moving. She feels like she's an imposter. What would you say to her if she's considering doing one-on-one with me? What are you waiting for? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What are you waiting? I like that. And give yourself a gift. Be kind to yourself. Gift yourself the opportunity to just love up on you. Yeah. But she would probably say that I love myself, right? I don't know. Like, there's not too many Black women that doesn't say that they love themselves. I don't think either one of you guys, when you started, wouldn't have said that you didn't love yourself. But it's a deeper love. Yeah. It's like, give yourself the opportunity to pour into you from a different perspective. Because you're right, um, Brig. We all come in thinking, you know, I got me. But it's a different kind of got me. It's much deeper and you will give yourself the opportunity to think thoughts that you didn't know you were thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's a more inclusive because it's like, I love me and my shit and my ugly and my F-ups, like all of it. It's like, it's a more inclusive, I love me. Not just, I love me when I'm acting right. Yeah, or when the world says. Yes, you know, right. Because a lot of times we value ourselves based upon what others are saying yes. and not what's from within. And I think getting to know that you're okay and you've got you and it doesn't make a difference what's on the outside, the power of just being totally authentic with yourself is pretty cool. Okay. It's an inside out difference so it's in the past it was i love me because because i'd earned it i had done something i had or somebody had told me or somebody so it's like before it was i love me because now it's i love me because i just love me and it's like i love me and i'm choosing so if somebody says i love you it's like of course because i love me and thank you for loving me and back to even that's self-worth and self-value in the past it was i am worthy i am enough because i did x y and z i have these degrees i have done this work i have earned it i worked hard for it versus now it's like i am worthy i am valuable i am enough i love me and i get to help everybody else achieve that too. And so I get to choose what I'm going to do. If I'm enough, do I want to now do X, Y, and Z? If I love me, do I want to be in this relationship or do this work? And so it's just been, all I can say, it's like inside out Mm -hmm. and you get to show up in love wherever you are and 
decide what you want to do, how you want to show up. Okay, one last question. What was your stress level before and what's your stress level now on a scale of one to 10? My stress level was, I would say it was pretty up there. It was about like a, an 8.5. I okay. think it was initially about an 8.5 because, you know, I was on that wheel and mm-hmm. I, was, I was all over the place. Yeah. And now I think my stress level on any given day, I would like to say it's like about a four. Sometimes it's a five. It might even be a two some days. Some days I wake up and I'm like, hey, world, we got you. Let's get it done. And I get a lot done. And when I get a lot done, it's like, I can't believe that I was in so much control that I was able to get so much done. And I still feel like wonderful. Like I wake up feeling and it lasts throughout the day. So good. But the circumstances of your life haven't really changed. It's just the way you're showing up in it. The way I think about it, it's my thoughts, it's how I process the thoughts and how I give myself compassion every day. So a 50% drop in your stress level. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. What about you, Ruth? <laughs> Can I go to 100? <laughs> See how to 10, my stress <laughs> level. I literally wore my stress level mm-hmm. like it was a coat of armor because I was heavy. I was weighed down. And then I was introduced to coaching and then I was using the tools against myself. But after working with you, using the tools for me Mm -hmm. was even more stress relieved. And so I'd say like, even on a stressful day, maybe a six. Mm -hmm. And my circumstances have changed dramatically. When I started working with you, I worked for corporation. I had a lot going on. I have a lot of circumstances that yeah, it's kind of hard, <laughs> like even with my mother-in-law moving in, but I wouldn't have been able to do it in the mm, past. And so now good. I'm able to manage her and her care. My husband doesn't have the easiest job, manage that, manage a lot of things. I work, <laughs> work with the school. I coach full time. I love what I do. And at the end of the day, it's like, oh, let's do that again. <laughs> and so I don't even think I like on a bad day, it's probably, yeah, six. And I'm also aware of why. So it used to be like a 10. Yeah. Well, okay. yes. Yes. So now right. on good days, I'm probably like a two, maybe a one. And I think it's important that we drop that stress level because then we have the capacity to do more. Like now you're like, my mother-in-law's moved in me and my such and such and this has happened and this happened. It's like, I've increased your capacity, but you've increased your capacity without increasing your stress load because we've dealt with that internal stuff. Yes. So good. And that's the dropping of all the extra bags and yeah. other people's stuff. And yeah, so yeah. Cultural and misogyny and all that other patriarchal stuff. We're just dropping. It's not ours to carry. And then even being like, oh, that's not my bag. That's my child's bag. They Mm. can carry their own bag. So just dropping that. So we're going up the mountain with just what's our stuff to work on and letting everybody else, if they want to go up the mountain, they can join us and they can carry their own shit. They can be strong for it. So good. So good. All right, Marcia, tell people again who you work with and how do they get in contact with you? Again, I'm Marcia Thomas-Bain and I'm known as the Life Shifting Coach and I help women over 35 who are separating and divorcing and jump off that hamster wheel of their past 
and live unapologetically in their presence. And again, I am on Instagram at the other side of divorce. It's T-O-S-O-D. And my email is mt.tosod at gmail.com. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. And I'm sure you got all that to Josette. So if you did, it will be in the show notes. (laughs) Fantastic. Ruth, tell them who you work with and how to get in contact with you. I am the immigrant life coach. I help immigrant businesswomen create the lives that they want without working harder or longer than necessary. And so you can find me anywhere. Ruth Duren, (laughs) D-U-R-E-N and Facebook, Instagram, anywhere and my website. Fantastic. Thank you guys so much for being examples of like really what happens when we invest in ourselves and like Two years later, you're still reaping the benefits and that there was a transformation, like it paid off. I love that. Thank you. And if you are listening to this podcast and you're considering hiring a one-on-one coach and you are a high-performing Black woman, hey, you know what to do. Go to my website, book a call. Let's chat. All right, guys. Did you enjoy this podcast where I have a personal invitation? I want to spend time with you, coach you, talk about the issues that are affecting you. We do this in a community we call the Melanin Hour, created just for us high-achieving Black women. You can register at brickjohnson.com forward slash coaching. And don't forget, Deeply Rooted is where we put all this shit together. We immerse ourselves And we master this. Six months, you, me, and a bunch of women that look like you and got a little melanin in them. (laughs) That's deeply rooted. You can register for the wait list at brigjohnson.com forward slash group. Hope to see you there. Bye.